Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you today. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and I am the founder of the SWAT Institute. And uh, today we're having uh, one of our Chat with Crystal Empowered Coaching Conversations with Real Women from Around the World. We have a small group right now on our private conference line. So if you're on the line and you're hoping to get some coaching, I would love for you to press star two to put you in the queue. And like I remind you, if we don't have anyone to coach, we don't really have a chat with Crystal today. So maybe this is the day that is the day for you to have courage. Uh, One of the great things that I teach uh, at the SWAT Institute in our empowerment coaching Uh, certification programs is one of the most powerful questions that can help shift a person out of a lower place, a place where they're feeling stuck, a place where they're feeling uncertain, a place where they're feeling um, afraid, even afraid, even angry, even angry. And although we definitely teach that we want to help someone shift sort of in emotions at a time, and I love the book Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins. It's a great book um, that ha- he has created something called The Map of Consciousness. And although I'm not 100% on board with everything in that book, that map of consciousness seems to work every time. And if you don't have the book, I'm going to quickly walk you through what that map of consciousness looks like. So basically, he um, he's created a, a scale, a scale, and we can say it's almost from zero to 100. Let's just use it in that term. Although um, he says that as levels of consciousness shift higher, they are not like a linear. It's not like it goes from 10 to 20. It's, it, it's almost in a, I'm not going to use the word exponential because it doesn't, it doesn't shift exponentially. That's not true. Um, but it does expand. And the expansion isn't like a linear line. It's almost like imagine a light. And as the light gets brighter, it doesn't just shine brighter in one way. That light would shine brighter um, in a big radius around the light bulb. Imagine it that way. So imagine that inside of you, you have a a light, a light. We were all born with a little shining bright light. In fact, if you were to look at a baby, you can literally see the light shining in that baby's eyes. You... um, you can just see the joy and the peace and there's there's no problems yet there's no worries yet there's no fears yet there's no there's no even ability to um think like um do people like me that doesn't even occur to a child a baby as a baby starts to get older a baby just knows love is love exudes love and that light is really really bright so energetically or emotionally when our light is bright I want you to imagine almost like you have a dimmer switch inside of you from the time you were a baby. And most of us don't know that we actually have the ability to keep that bright light, that light bright, rather. We have that ability, but most of us were never taught that. Boy, if we could teach this to kids, mm -hmm. we could teach this to children as we began to grow 
oh, the, the heartbreak we would save ourselves, the heartbreak and the, the sorrow, the sadness, the depression, the fear, the anxiety, the, even the anger that we could save our children from having to experience. Not that, not that we don't want to, not that it's not human to experience a full range of emotions, because it is. Within each of us, we have like a, I'm going to say it again, like a, a light or even imagine a piano. Sometimes I try to use different metaphors to help us almost like, oh, so imagine the, the, the highest end of the piano, the highest frequency, the ding, 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 you know, that highest little key. Imagine almost like each level within us has a different sound. It has a different frequency. It has a different vibration. So imagine as you get down to the very end of the piano, the other side is like, whoa, very low. And the vibration is slower. Now, obviously, that's not emotions because it's not that the low one isn't um, as important as the high one. So just like within us, we have this full range of emotions. But so almost like when you were born, you were that bright little one up the top. You're ding, ding, ding. Or the light, imagine it was a light would be so big and bright. And then through the course of our childhood, things happen. And sometimes they happen really young. And boy, that low level of emotion, which is we would call shame, would be way down at the opposite end of the spectrum. So imagine you're born and you're this bright light and then something happens in your, you know, and shame can be formed, Dr. David Hawkins says, shame can actually be formed like in the first 18 months of our lives, we start to experience guilt, which would be a level higher. By the time we're three, four, five years old, we already know what those feelings are. We already are are knowing those feelings. And for some of us, something will happen and we we got to turn our light down. We sort of, we don't even know we're doing it, but it's like we have this little, this little dimmer switch and we are like, wow, I'm, I'm not safe being that bright. I'm not safe to shine that bright. And we make decisions along the way. Something else happens. Someone makes a comment. Maybe someone physically hurts you. Maybe somebody. And we take our light and we just sort of keep, we just keep sort of dimming it. And it's not that the light is static. So it's not like something happened when you were little that shamed you and then you turned your light down and stayed in shame and never came out of shame. That's that's not what I'm suggesting. But all of a sudden, the frequency went down. And then things happened, and you're playing with your friends, and you're laughing, and you're back in joy because you're a child, and the light goes back up brighter. But collectively, imagine that all these emotions are going on inside of you collectively. But for many of us, we just keep turning it down. And, and I think we dim our lights truly because we don't feel safe enough to shine. Maybe we didn't feel safe to shine in our family. Maybe we didn't feel safe to shine as a, as a girl, as a little girl. Maybe we didn't feel safe in the world as a girl. You know, a girls, little girls are still probably the most unsafe people on the planet, around the world. In fact, you know, I was just uh, down this past weekend at, um, at an institute called the Sophia Institute in Charleston, South Carolina. And um, I was Pat Mitchell, the uh, president of CNN Productions, was giving a talk. I was giving a talk as well. Marianne Williamson was giving a talk. And at the end of the talk, there was time for Q&A. And I asked Pat, I, you know, she's a major advocate for women around the world, not just the United States. 
She's a media mogul. She has a lot of power to influence and to affect change. And I asked her, you know, in, in uh, 2015, the World Economic Forum said that it would take 80 years. For a girl to be born in 2015, she would be 80 years old before she lived in a world of gender equality. 80 years before she lived in, and then crazy, two years later, the World Economic Forum comes out two years later and says, the state of affairs that the world is in right now, it will now be the year 2234. So, like, let's do that. Like, do 2234 minus 2019. That's how long we're talking about. 22. We're talking over 200 years before the world will know gender equality. That's what their new, uh, that's what they've said will happen, uh, but, the, but with the constant state of. And I asked Pat Mitchell, do you really believe that? Do you really believe that what's gone on in the last two years, from 2015 to 2017, when that forum, uh, you know, made that, that very bold statement, do you really believe that that's what's happening right now in the world? Boy, that's a that's a big reason for women to not shine. That's a that's a big reason for a lot of women around the world to dim their light because they're not safe. And I said to her, I I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I truly believe that what has happened in the last couple of years um, has just exposed the underbelly that's always been there. The underbelly. I even said to her, I said, could you imagine if if is if Hillary Clinton had been elected, I said, you know what the world would say? Well, you see, a woman's been elected. See, a woman, see, it, we have gender equality. A black, there was a black president, an African-American president was elected. See, we don't have racism. We don't have sexism anymore. We're all equal. So I said, in a half cup full kind of moment, I, I really would like to see this differently. And, you know, she gave her response that to that, that was, pretty positive of me to see it through those lenses um, but she's impatient she that was her words and she called herself a dangerous woman I'm a dangerous woman and I am impatient um, and we have to have more women who are willing to have the courage to say that and going back to what I was talking about at the very top of this hour um, I was talking about how one of the great things I will say to a woman is just what would courage have you do well, what would courage have you do Based on what you know is going on in your life right now, based on the situation that you're in right now, maybe you've dimmed your light. Maybe you're angry about that. Maybe you're angry that you've dimmed your light. Maybe you're, you're feeling yourself rising up through those levels of consciousness. So imagine at the bottom would be shame, and then we would build into guilt, and then we'd actually go into apathy. Apathy is almost a state of um, it's not my fault. It's someone else has done this to me. It's blame. We often get stuck there. And so I always try to push a woman through that and say, on the, on the higher side of apathy is, is actually sorrow. I know it's hard to believe, but when you can finally let yourself cry about what's happened, you can finally let yourself cry about what should have been and could have been not to have been when you were growing up or whatever the situation is that caused you to dim your light. And you can have a little cry over that. It's actually really good for you. It means you're waking up and you're realizing that you have some sadness over things. And if I can just keep pushing a woman through that sadness and say, 
what are you really afraid of now? I know you, you can't change the past. We can't, we don't want to go back to feeling guilty or ashamed or, or stuck or even sorrow. We don't want to stay in sorrow forever. So we'd have to push into the unknown. We're, we're going to have to go into new uncharted territory. We're going to have to push into some fear. And fear is often where a woman is actually waking up and there's a rumbling and it's a little scary and maybe she's got to make some changes. She doesn't know what those changes are. And that's scary to not know what it's going to look like. But I always say to a woman, but if you do what you've been doing, you already, you know what you're going to get. It's guaranteed. You know what you're going to get. Right? So it is a little scary of the unknown. But what if we were to try to just shine light on what you're afraid of? Are you afraid to shine? Are you afraid that if you shine, people might be mean to you? And each one of those fears, are you afraid to leave a bad relationship because you're afraid to be alone? Are you afraid to put your foot down with your kids because you're just afraid that they might not like you? Are you afraid to set a boundary with a coworker because you might ruffle some feathers? Are you, what are you afraid of? Are you, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid that if you lose the weight and feel great about yourself, you might not be happy in that relationship any longer, so you're actually afraid to be your best self? What are you afraid of? And usually with fear, one of the great things that I will help a client do, and by the way, if anyone on the line right now is would like some coaching, all you got to do is press start two to be in the queue. Because we've got a group just listening along, and that's amazing. And you can tell that I can talk because I don't even have notes. I'm just speaking from my heart. Um, but if you do want to get some coaching, Star 2 is a great way for me to know that you're in the queue. Um, so going back to, oh, I see. Oh, do you want me to tell you something, ladies? You're just going to have a giggle at me right now. There's a whole bunch of you on the phone, and there's a whole bunch of hands raised. And my computer was, I just I just clicked a button to allow me to see the dynamic updates. And I, I see some of you on the line. So we're going to do some coaching here in a minute. I'm so excited that you're here with us. Um, that just makes me giggle. Okay. Back to chatting. So, um, when someone does have fear and I say, so what are you afraid of? What are, what are you afraid of? One of the great things you can do is just really help. And as a, as a coach, you can help your client almost dismantle the fear and be like, okay, worst case scenario. Okay. You decide you're going to shine. You decide you're going to build a Instagram page or you decide you're going to build a YouTube channel or you decide you're going to become a coach and you're going to put yourself out there or you decide you're going to be an artist or you decide you're going to be an entrepreneur and start that business, whatever it is. And you're afraid you won't get support from your family members. Okay, so I'm already going to tell you, you're probably not going to get support from some of your family members. Okay, worst case scenario, what if no one in your family supports you? Could you still be okay? Have they been that supportive of other things in the past? Did you survive? Yeah. Okay. What if you get out there on Instagram and and 70% of the people following you just think you're amazing and 20% of the people hate your guts and they write terrible things to you? Okay. Would that be the, what if that was like, could you deal with it still? Could you know that 70, 80% of people on your, on your following, on your Facebook page and your groups, in your, on your, your blogs that you write because you're going to be bold and you're going to tell your truth. You're going to share your stories. You're going to, you're going to be you. You're going to, you're going to let the, you're going to be visible. So, okay, what if, what if, what if all of a sudden you have 
one or two people that are just haters. They, they're just idiots. They just hide behind false courage. Are you going to let that stop you? Okay, what if you launch that business and, you know, it, you don't make the money that you thought you were going to make in the first year. It's harder than you thought it was going to be. Okay, that's a fear. But have you ever failed before at something? Are you okay? Did you, did you survive? I failed a lot of things. But some of the things, I didn't fail, and they clicked, and they worked. And boy, like, who cares that I had a lot of failures? I've had a lot of failures. You have to actually have failures to have successes because you can't hit a home run every time. You just can't possibly get up to base. Okay, my husband loves baseball. You can't possibly get up to home base and hit that ball every time. It's not possible. You're going to have times where you get up and you swing out. And you, you, you know, three strikes are out. And you're like, oh, damn. And you go back to the bench and you try it again and you try it again. That's the great thing about fear is I always say, just kind of explore it and say, is it probability? Like, is it 100% chance that that fear is going to happen? Is it a, what are, what are the what are the odds that this is going to happen? Well, based on that, you don't even have to do anything with fear. Let's just shine light on it. Because on the other side of fear, if you go a little bit higher, all of a sudden you find this world called desire. It's so small. You know, the difference, the emotional difference, the energetic difference. When you just flip the switch on fear and you just let it roll up a little higher and expand that fear a little bit, shine light on it, kind of look at it, uh, chew it up, spit it out, you know, suddenly you're like, but if I wasn't afraid, that's all, that's all desire is. But if I wasn't afraid, what would I do? I would just ask that, that woman that question. But if you weren't afraid, what would you do? And I'm seeing hands go up. You know what that's telling me? That you're you're pushing through fear right now, even the fear to raise your hand and get coached. Because of course, of course it's a little bit scary to be like, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. It's actually scarier to be the person that's about to ask the question than the person like me doing the podcast. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when Pat Mitchell was on that stage at the Sophia Institute in Charleston, South Carolina, and they were doing Q&A and different people were raising their hands, I had to sit there for a minute and say to myself, Crystal, you need to meet this woman. You want to make an impact on this woman because she's important to you. This is your opportunity to ask her a really smart, I call it smartical, ask a smartical question right now. Please, Crystal. And my hand started to shake inside. I felt myself getting nervous. Oh, my God. So I raised my hand just like you have to do. And maybe you're not nervous, but if you are, it's okay. I raise my hand. And I get the mic, and I think, I'm a speaker. I'm giving a talk next, and I'm scared. So ask the question. Um, and then once I did, the fear was gone, because what would what would courage have me do? Well, we don't even have to get to the courage yet. You just have to have the desire. If I wasn't afraid, what would I do? I would ask Pat Mitchell a question, and I'd give some thought to it. And then he pushed through desire. And what do you feel? What's the normal, natural feeling when you don't get what you want? Don't overthink this. What is a normal, natural feeling when you don't get what you want? When you don't get to have, do, receive, experience the thing you want to do? So I really want to ask Pat Mitchell a question. And then I don't. What do I feel? So I have two options. I can either sink down and feel fear again. Oh, my God, I, I let fear overtake me. And then I can be sad. <sighs> Let the fear overtake me. I missed my opportunity. I didn't speak to Pat Mitchell. Or I could push higher and I could be angry. 
<laughs> I know. None of us were ever taught that anger is healthy. Anger is healthy. You actually have to experience anger to give yourself a kick in the ass to get yourself to have some dignity to have courage. Okay, do you hear me? That is the math of consciousness. We just did it. So you'd actually have to be, I'd have to be angry at myself after I missed that opportunity and say, Crystal, you just missed an opportunity because you didn't have, you just didn't have the courage to ask Pat Mitchell that question. And now I'm angry at myself. Okay, Crystal, pull yourself up. You know, what, what, what's that saying? Pick yourself up, dust yourself off and get back on the horse. So then I would have an opportunity to be dignified in myself, to have pride, because that's higher than anger, to have some pride, self-respect, and not be mean to myself. Okay, it's not a big deal. There's other opportunities. I'm not going to beat myself up. But one level higher than pride is what would courage have me do? And courage would have me wait around them. But I did have the courage to ask the question. That's the great news. But if I didn't, I still would have gone up to her at the end, which I did, because because I asked the question, I got to go up to her and say, I admire you. Pat, can I have a picture with you? And then I started laughing with her, talking about things. And the pictures were so funny. I found myself laughing so hard. I couldn't get one lovely picture with this absolute, I think she's 76 years old. And honest to goodness, she is magnificent. And I don't just mean if she's had something done to that. I have no idea. She didn't look like she did. But just the way she, what woman energy, her hair, her makeup, her jewelry, her dress. Her undergarments, literally, in her dress, her beautiful shoes, her demeanor, her, her gentleness, her strength, her wisdom, her, her, how she articulated, how she, wouldn't luck have it that I got invited then to go out for dinner. I got to go back to the founder's house with Pat Mitchell and some of the other speakers that were there, very, very tiny group. And who pops in as the night we're having dinner? Marion Williamson comes in. I got to have a night with Marion Williamson and Pat Mitchell. Then we got to take more fun pictures. And then guess what? I go back the next day and I give my talk and Marianne Williamson comes in again and says, there's my Canadian friend. And I, another Q&A, are we going to ask a question or not? Of course, I raise my hand. Here's my point. If I hadn't done it the first day, I knew the courage would have me do it the next day. That's for sure. And I did. And once you can get yourself up to courage, to have the courage to honor yourself, have the courage to honor honor yourself, your needs, your dreams, to honor your choices, to, to honor that you matter. To have the courage to, to know that you matter and that your contribution to this earth matters, that you have purpose, that you have passion, that you alone matter, not just for what you're going to do for the world, just for you, just for what you're going to do for you. That matters. It takes a lot of courage to reach the point that you realize, I matter. My needs matter. My dreams matter. And when I take care of me truly, when I take care of me in a truly loving way, my light gets so bright that I'm bright when I walk into a room and it lightens up the entire room. And then another bright person walks in. and Boy, our lights sort of synergize and they get bright. And that's what synergy is. Synergy is when the sum of the people or the sum of the batteries, individual batteries come together, it's more powerful. So it's like you and me and we all get together and 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 our energy together is even more powerful than when you divide us all up and examine the level of power in each one of us. That's what's so powerful about a community. 
That's what's so powerful about coming together. That's what's so powerful about even coaching. We get put two heads together better than one. Two of us are weighing in on this now. So I'm going to go to the phone lines right now, and I'm going to do some coaching. I'm going to go to the very first hand that went up, and I think it's someone calling from Alberta, Canada. Hey, who's this? Hello. Hey, is this Lori? Hi. Yes, hello. Lori, is it okay that I said your first name? Uh, I, you know what? I had some big fear about that, but you know what? It's done now. It's good. Yeah, look at Lori. Who knows? <laughs> who knows Lori? Uh, Does anyone hear about that? I just, okay, calling out to everyone right now. If y'all know who Lori is? No. Okay, Lori. <laughs> I know. It's all good. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> See, we just busted through that fear. There are probably a couple million Lori's. Right, you know, so you're, you're but good. I feel like I'm the only one in the world, right? Well, we all know what we all think that that that's 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 the truth. Every one of us, we are the universe to ourselves. You are the universe yeah. to yourself. You are the center of your world. So, Lori, your world matters. How can I support you today? Um. Well, I had you know so many things going through my mind, and then you started talking about the map of consciousness, and the whole fear thing really resonated with me, and. And it's a fear to shine. And I feel like it's showing up. What a big thing for me in my life is articulating into words the thoughts and emotions that are going through me. So whether it's emotions because something's like too intense for me and I'm like, I can't deal with this, I can't deal with this. Or it's just articulating my knowledge, things that I have, you know, learned and that I know and I, I know so well, but then I go to try to tell someone about it and it just blocks. Great. So um, first, I'm gonna just I'm gonna stop you just for a second. We're gonna talk about this, and then we can, if you have more, we can we can stay yeah. on the line. So here's what's great. The first thing you said was I actually had fear around if I should say my first name, and then the next thing you said was I have fear. Fear really resonated with you when we're talking about that. You have fear to shine. So yeah. look at how just that first sentence you can articulate exactly. I'll just be honest with you. You're you actually are. Um, wiser and very than you know and you're able to articulate very well because you were able to actually say I'm afraid to shine in fact I'm so afraid to shine I don't even want anyone to know my first name yes like I'm afraid to even let the world know my first name absolutely yes so how are you going to get out there and and, you know, even when you say things like too intense or my not, I, yeah, so what that is is probably, here's what I'm going to guess. I'm going to intuitively guess here. As part of empowerment coaching is you got to trust your own instincts when you're talking to someone. you got to tr- be able to trust and smell, like, what's really going on here? So you've already told me it's fear. Too yeah. intense. Those are words you used. My knowledge. My knowledge is too intense right now to be kept inside of me. And, in fact, when I start trying to articulate it in words, there's so much I know that I sometimes worry that it's not all going to come out because I don't practice it very much. Exactly. I don't, I don't have an opportunity to actually practice this with people who are at my knowledge level, who are at the level of my wisdom. I don't have enough people in my world that I'm having these kind of conversations with. So when I do oh, yeah. start to finally talk about it to somebody – it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, you're pretty, pretty close there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of truth. And I just so, don't like thinking that way because then I feel like, well, don't be so, you're not that much better than anyone, Lori, you know? And well, no, you're I not here. That. 
Okay, you know, so you're not better than anybody. You aren't better than anybody. That's true. That's a great thing to say. I'm not better than anybody. But I might have more talent in some areas than other people do. That's factual. Like some people can just sing way better than I can sing. That's just what it is. So I'm not going to be, if I'm a great singer, I'm not saying I know I can do everything better than everybody, but I'm a great singer. Well, I'm not a great singer. I'm an okay singer. But if I was a great singer, could you imagine me saying, I'm not going to sing because I don't want to shine too bright and I don't want people to know that I have such a great voice. Right. So what you're saying, Lori, is I do have this knowledge and it might just be you have a really high IQ. It might be that you've read a lot of books. It might be that you've spent a lot of time investing in your self-awareness. You that might, yeah. right? You've got right. the knowledge now. So how sad would it be for you not to shine that knowledge out to the world? And I know, and that's where I keep going back, but there's just this block. And it, it's okay, just let's move through it. Crazy. Like, I'm, all, I'm so close to booking a trip to Peru this next week and taking off to the shop. <laughs> like, and what would be stopping think, you from going to Peru? Can you afford it? Nothing. Yes. My okay, husband you should go. is like, you know what, I support you. If you want to go and if you feel like you want to go and do this and go spend a week somewhere on a retreat, then go. But okay. then I come back, so, thought, like, that's a great idea. Then all of a sudden I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Okay, let's do, the, let's do this work together. Let's do it, okay? Let's do it around Peru. Let's just do it around okay. Peru. Because you need to be, here's what I'm hearing, you need to be in some circles where it's safe for you to be a shaman, because you're probably a shaman yeah. yourself. Yes, I like. So, well, I don't. Like, I don't call myself. That, but I like. Yes, I like. Yeah. <laughs> there's another laugh of truth. Sometimes we just need. There's a big laugh of truth. Sometimes we just need someone to validate the truth back to us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're coaching someone, you're just hearing what they're saying and saying. So this is what I'm hearing. You live in a place. I'm gonna guess. Um, where there isn't, where there aren't a lot of shamans hanging out in the coffee shop on the corner. Exactly. Okay. So you now, we live in a world, this is what's so exciting, Lori, and we live in a world now where a woman can get on a plane and fly by herself to Peru and get off that plane with her backpack and maybe her yoga mat, I don't know, and her crystals, I don't know. And, right. Um, Right? And go hang out with your peeps. Yes. And feel filled up and feel like, oh, I'm not alone. There's a lot of us. And that knowledge will be received and you'll have great conversations. And maybe it will give you the push that when you come home, that you're not afraid to articulate in words what you believe, what you know, what you experience. Maybe you'll start a blog. Maybe you already have one. Maybe you'll write a book. Maybe you've already written one. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. You don't have to be the best at what you do, but you do what you do pretty good, and you love it. That's all that matters. I'm not the best singer in the world, but I'll tell you something. Probably once or twice a week, my husband's a musician. He loves to play the drums. He loves to play the guitar. It's not like we're playing to nothing. We put on our favorite song. I go on Google and look up the lyrics. I get the microphone (laughs) out. (laughs) And I... (laughs) <laughs> okay no yeah 
Yeah. When I listen sometimes back and someone was recording it, I laugh so hard that I'm like, that will never, ever, ever be heard by anyone. But it's so fun. So if this is what you love to do and it's so fun, go live your joy. Go have some fun. Yeah, I know. Because okay, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I'm obviously want to be a healer, right? That's part of the shamanic. Like that's where you're I a healer. Need to go. You are a healer. Just say I'm a healer. I, I am. I know. See, that's hard for me to just like. I let's do it. Ego. No, it's not ego. It's not ego. Listen, I never called myself a healer for the longest time, and then I would actually have the most outrageous things that if you don't call that a healer, like. I have a little bird, a little raven, a little baby raven must have fallen out of its nest into my pool, I don't know, summer, two summers ago. And my husband in the kitchen goes, I think there's a bird drowning in the pool. And we run out and he gets the the scooper and he scoops the little bird out and it's pretty much dead. And I do CPR. Okay, I do CPR on a raven. I actually come to this little chest. I'm blowing into its little mouth and it takes me about 20 minutes and that little bird comes back to life. And then he sits on me for a couple of hours, and I'm sitting outside, and I actually have it all on video. The little bird just climbing around my arms, and then finally I say, okay, little bird, it's time for you to go, and right, and it's right on camera, and then the little bird flies away, and I'm like, I just healed the bird. I just healed the bird. I think I can officially say, I'm a healer. You're yeah. allowed to use those words. So, Lori, why don't you say, I'm a healer? I'm a healer. Say it again. I am a healer. Say it 10 times. Say it. I am a healer. 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 Okay, so when are you going to get on with it, right? Just go be a healer now. I know, right? (laughs) Okay? Sometimes you just have to say, and sometimes I do it the opposite. If someone is like, um cringing over a certain word like we can our own light we can be just as afraid of our of our light as we are our shadow you know so shadow shadow work can be shining light on your healer well and so i think part of this whole thing with the fear and the procrastination i don't know if it's procrastination but it's like i keep telling myself lori you have no right helping people and giving them what you know because you still have so much shit to deal with but oh, I brother still like there, I have this block Lori. I focus on it and I'm like what the hell is Lori. this block oh my god Lori. Stop. <laughs> shut the front door listen Lori I okay so I run out I see the little bird in the pool should I say I have no right to pull the bird out of the pool and do CPR on it because I still have shit to deal with in my own life no just use that analogy I have no right to go and do CPR on a bird and save its life because my life isn't perfect. Right. One of the ways you get your life better is you do what you're meant to do. A lot of people think it works in the opposite. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get it all figured out, and then once we've have everything figured out, then we can go do what we're meant to do. I personally have figured a lot out along the way by doing what I'm meant to do. And the joy that it gives me lifts my life. And then I meet more people and then I have more opportunities. And then sometimes I screw up really bad and I, I want to metaphorically whip myself, but I don't anymore. Now I'm like, oh, I'm not going to slide back down to guilt and shame. No, I made a mistake. I have the courage to own it. I push myself back up. You know, what would courage have me do? 
And I, mm-hmm. I ask myself if I'm willing to do it. So, Lori, let's just do this. We're going to do this quickly. I'm, I'm, okay. I think we might even be able to get to another caller today because we still have 20 minutes left. So if you okay. have your hand held, we're going to move through this really fast. Lori, I can feel it. Okay. So my fear is to shine. I'm afraid to shine. Okay. So we're at the level of fear. We're going to move through this. Okay. So, Lori, if you weren't okay. afraid, what would you do? If you weren't afraid, what would you do? I would be putting myself out there and tell me something would you would do. Like I would take off the, per- I would book my trip right now when I got off the phone, said that's it, okay. I'm booking my flight, I'm gone. Okay, so and if I'm I wasn't afraid, that. okay, if right. I wasn't afraid, I would hang up the phone and then I would just go and book it before I could talk myself out of it. Right. Great. Okay, so that's desire. Now let's push through that and let's push up. If you don't do it, if you never go to Peru, if you never put yourself out there, if you never own your your what get, lights you up, if you never own this, if you never do it, if you never help a soul, how are you going to feel? I'm going to die inside, I think. Okay. I believe So you that. got two options. you got two options, Laura. You're either going to push through it and you're going to feel, realize that you're going to be so effing angry at yourself if you don't do this, or you're going to slide down and you're going to fall into sorrow. And you're going to fall into apathy and blame. It's my husband's fault. It's my parents' fault. They didn't te- raise me to be courageous. Do you want that mm-hmm. or do you want to push up? I want to push up. Okay. So if you don't do this, you're going to be angry at yourself. Yes. Can you push through that and say, I need to have dignity right now for myself? I need to have some dignity for myself, my dreams, my wants. I'm how old? How what's your age? Don't worry, Lori. There's probably millions of Lori's okay. your age. Forty-eight. Forty-eight, Lori. I'm forty-eight too. And I got to tell you okay. something. Life is only about to get better and better and better. I am so excited about going into my fifties. I actually feel like, oh my God, my kids are in their twenties now. I can actually be a me. I can be a woman. You can go to Peru. Yep. You're old enough. You can go to Peru. <laughs> okay? So can you have right. the dignity to realize that you're 48 and it's your time? Yes. Lori, what would courage have you do? Courage would have me do it. Okay, so will you get through this. Will you get off the phone and go book your flight? Ninety percent. Okay, what would stop you? What what's gonna stop? Tell me what would stop you from getting off the phone and going and booking your flight. Um, if there's a, I don't know if there's any kind of sacrifice. What like, would the sacrifice be? What what do you have to I, sacrifice? I don't know. Like I just have that in my head. You know, when you're doing something, a big big you know change, a big yeah. movement. There would be a sacrifice. Doesn't like and it doesn't what? have to be a physical. What? Okay, but what? I think I, I'm wondering if I'm sacrificing giving up that part of myself that I've been hanging on to, that's not allowing me to do it, and so that's so kind of scary. You don't have to give her up. You'll never give her up. Don't kid yourself. You are always going to have your mother energy. That's what it's called. You have a lot. You have mother energy, okay. and your mother energy okay. right now is saying, "Lori, stop it." You do not need to go. Off. You, you're gonna. You, what if you let someone down? What if you're not the wind beneath everyone else's wings? Lori, you're not going to Peru. That's your mother like, energy. Yeah, and if I you go don't, there, you don't have to. You know what you say? You know what you say to your mother? And, and it's another thing I don't like, and then I don't see it through, and then I'm like, oh yeah, it was just another 
you know, experience. I'm very fortunate with my life that, you know, I'm pretty free to try what I like and, you know, try different things. So your mother energy is saying, stay safe. Don't go to Peru. Something bad could happen. You might have to, there's something that could, well, so you know what you say to your mother energy? You say, I got this. I know that I didn't always have it. And thank you so much for protecting us. Thank you so much for protecting me. Thank you for wanting to keep me safe. You did a great job. I'm never getting rid of you. I love you, but we're going on a holiday. In fact, you can say to your mother energy, imagine she's your mother inside of you that's mothering you. You say to her, I'm 48 now. I'm a woman. I got this. I can do this. And then you say to your mother energy, you go get her a little cup of tea. You put her in the rocking chair, put a little blanket over her, and put on Wheel of Fortune and tell her that she's going to be hanging out at home for the next week by herself. She's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. She's going to have no one to take care of. And you're going to be back before you know it. And if right. you want to go back to letting Mother Energy run the show, she's never leaving you. She's a part of you. Right. Or you can just assure her that the woman in you is in charge now. And she should just take care of your daughter energy. You should leave your mother energy and your daughter energy at home. Mother can take care of your little girl inside of you. And the woman can go off to go to Peru. Right. And when you come home, if you need to, you can let them all run the show again. But I doubt you'll want them to. Yeah, I doubt it. So, Lori, are you going to go and book the trip? Yes. Are you closer to booking the trip? Yeah, I'm closer. I am so damn close. Okay. And this is the so, call I needed, I think, just to push me over to that side. And guess and, what? I'm not pushing you to a different side. I'm helping you rise up into right. your greater self. Yes. Yeah. You're just rising up. You're just climbing higher in your perspective. You're going to see how many more choices you have. You're going to say, why would I have wanted to stay down in that safe, boring, mucky, bleh, place when I could break climbing higher into my truth mm-hmm. and into I really joy. I feel like this is the thing like I really do feel like this is one thing that could push me to that edge you know like get me there and it's just like that little hump that I'm at right now so there's a there's probably a little something between that and Peru there's something there's something small a smaller step you can take what what could be something smaller that you could do right now that could just get you a little bit closer to Peru? Like, have you actually ever gone? Have you picked out where you would stay? Have you done some investigating? Yeah, have you at least I all called. That? I did that. I said, screw this. I'm not just thinking about it anymore. And I made some calls, actually. Yeah. So I did do that. Like, I have done that. And that's what's making it more real and real. I've visualized it. I see. I can see it all happening. Like, it's so clear. It's going to happen, Laurie. It's just a matter of time. So why don't you give yourself a, it's going to happen before, give yourself a deadline to get things in order. Whatever you've got to work myself, through. I'll give myself 48 hours. I have okay. to. That's it. Okay, Laurie, 48 hours, and then you're going to keep us posted. Are you? Uh, are you <laughs> Here's how you can keep us posted if you want to. After the call, we have a Facebook yeah. forum group called Chat with Crystal after the call. See if you can find yeah. it on Facebook. And if you want to, you have to be, don't worry, you'll come in. No one's going to know. And you can say, Crystal, it's Lori. Guess what I booked? And I'll be like, yay, Lori. Or you don't have to. You can come back on the call next week and just let us all know that you did it. Okay. Okay? 
Thank you so much, okay. Lori. Did this help? Yes, absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And thank you know you, what? Too intense. Too intense is just fear. That's all. Whenever I hear someone say I'm overwhelmed or it's too intense, that's just fear. And the good news is fear means you're alive. You're rumbling. It's intense. And it's because you have so much inside of you that needs to come out. That's all it mm-hmm. is. And once you start to have that space and that place to articulate it and to be your real self, it won't feel intense. You'll just feel wildly alive. You'll be living in high definition. Okay. Okay. You got this. Love that. Thank you. You got this. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much for your call. We're going to really quickly just go do one more quick call, uh, just in case we can get another coaching in. I think it's someone calling from New York. Who's this? Hey, it's Brenda. Brenda. Brenda from last week. Yes. Brenda, thank you for raising your hand. Is this a follow-up call? Are you going to fill us in on what's been happening? It is a little bit of a follow-up call. I just wanted to let you know. I mean, you had told me that, suggested that I write the letters to my son-in-law, and I did write, but I didn't email them to him. I called my daughter on um, Sunday morning, and I said, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And she said, not too much. And I said, why don't you come up for dinner, you and the kids? And she's like, oh, okay. And, you know, I've invited her for dinner before, but my son-in-law actually came, and he was so nice. I mean, he was so kind. He engaged in conversation with us. I don't know what happened. I didn't send the letter, so it had to send in the energy. It is. That's what I'm always trying to tell people. Oh, my gosh. We send the letters. When I do this work and I'll say to somebody, I want you to write the letter to your mom. You're never going to send it. Send it to me. And all right. of a sudden, that person will write back and go, I don't know what just happened. Oh, my God. And I'll say, you didn't need to. Because that what we're talking me, about right. is energy. And what happened to you, Brenda, is your energy shifted higher. You oh, moved out of, out of the fear, out of the anger. Yeah. You actually shifted up into this place where, like, I'm willing to extend oh, yeah. the olive branch. I'm willing to take the lead on this. I'm willing to be the queen of this family. And yeah. And the it other works. thing I, I kind of um, is like, you know, I am going to, because he used to judge because I was kind of, not because I was kind of, I've always been spiritual and done retreats. And this is funny, this kind of cracked you up. But when I went to celebrate your life and I actually got to meet Dr. Dyer and we got pictures taken and all this kind of stuff. And then, I, of course, I posted it on Facebook and he actually started the rumor and was like, oh, my God, she's having an affair. And my father-in-law, she posted on Facebook. He's in his bathrobe this guy and I'm like oh my god what yeah because I'm from a small town you know nobody knows Dr. Wayne Dyer here I mean not too many oh that's no one but funny oh my but yeah so this is kind of when it all started and it's like she is like dating this and she said he's a spiritual guy and he's had an affair so I just had to share that part with you but so he's always like you know made uh, remarks and comments about you know my spirituality and that type of thing, you know, as a Reiki yeah. dealer and all. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. And it's like, you know what? I don't really care what he says anymore. I was allowed, you know, I had a lot of fear around that. And I just felt so good after the conversation the other day. I so I thought amazing. something just told me today that just, 
call in, call in today, and I, it was really great because I loved the call before because I really resonated kind of what, what Lori was saying about, you know, shining too bright, and sometimes you just feel like you have so much to say because you know so much. Like, I've been doing this work since, like, yeah. I was 13, not work, but at 13 years old, yeah. I started reading Dr. Yeah. Better books, and so, you know, to me, it's like I... I just am bottled up with so much. I've been trying to write a book, you know, on what's happened, you know, with the sexual harassment and how I overcame all of this. But it's like I don't even know where to start. So I well, guess how maybe- exciting! I just wanna, I just wanna interrupt for a second to say, anyone who's listening maybe to this podcast for the first time, this is only our second podcast, and last week. Brenda called in, and we did coaching with Brenda around her son-in-law who's jealous of his of her relationship with her daughter. And I told Brenda, you got to be the queen. And then she shared some stuff about a sexual harassment case. And, you know, you took it to the Supreme Court of the United States. And, like, it's really exciting. So here's one of the things that I will say is that just like Lori and you, um, it is often our fear to shine. And interestingly enough, I was just in, as I said, South Carolina with Marianne Williamson. And oh, my gosh, her, I know, Chris. Right? It was that. Oh, girl. Oh, I mean, I was just thinking of you. And you know what? I thought that she was, you know, I know really that you don't connect with your mother, but she looks like your mom. Like, you guys were related. She's wow. gorgeous. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And so are you. But I, when I looked at the pictures, I'm like, did Crystal take her mother? No. I I don't think That's they, Marianne you know, I don't know. But, yeah. but I just thought, Well, you know wow, what? It's gorgeous. And when you life. said 76, yeah. I about died. Oh, no, that. No, Marianne Williamson. Oh, the other the other woman, the blonde Pat Mitchell. Pat Mitchell. She looked like she could yeah. be my mom. I actually felt yes. like I was looking at her face. I was like, You are so beautiful. Um is. this is what my mother would look like if if, if I had a yes. mother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. So when you, you said seventy six, so, I'm like I'm seventy six. You know, last night I actually went on the internet and I was like I put in Pat Mitchell and like images to be like but she just like clearly she's just beautiful and I was like I just followed her along for like probably 50 years of pictures where I'm like this woman has just aged so gracefully and so beautifully and it was a testament mm-hmm. to all of us that you can be 76 and be in such woman energy you don't have mm-hmm. to be in mother energy and there are women who are 26 who have such mother energy compared to a 76 year old uh, Pat Mitchell, her energy, that's what we're talking about. It's an energy you carry. Yeah. You either carry yeah. the weight of the world on your shoulders, like mother energy. That's our fear mm-hmm. to shine. That fear to shine is the mother energy. Or we can show up in the yeah. world in daughter energy where we're just, where we're just like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Or <laughs> you show up in this way where there's just this grace and the light mm. is so big and powerful and you're not trying and you're certainly not trying to outshine anyone else you just no. you liberate everyone around you to be beautiful you liberate everyone around you to shine too and that's exactly what pat mitchell did she just liberated the room and told us all she's a dangerous woman she actually it's just was crazy to me because she's talking about how she was invited to this gathering of women with Eve Ensler, who did uh, vagina oh. monologues, and and she said uh, she asked Eve before coming, well, who's going to be there? And she said, I'm not going to tell you, but I've hand selected each woman in the room. She didn't tell us who was in that room, Pat Mitchell, but she said one by one they were going, excuse me, around the group, and 
each woman would stand up to introduce themselves. Oh, I'm so-and-so, and I'm the president of blah, 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 and I'm the blah, 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 and the blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't believe I hear Matt, Pat Mitchell say, all I was thinking to myself is I just quit my job at PBS as the president of PBS. I'm not wow. anything anymore. I'm not any- What do I say I am? Can you imagine? 76-year-old right. Pat Mitchell is thinking to herself, what's my identity? Oh my How do I it's so good myself? to hear. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, that's You know what she says, though? She says, I stood up and I said, she said, I don't know. It just popped into my head. I stood up in front of everybody and I said, I'm Pat Mitchell and I'm a dangerous woman. And I, <laughs> yeah, that's how she, so she has wow, a book coming out on, powerful. she has a book, yes, coming out in, in, in October, 2019 called A Dangerous okay. Woman by Pat Mitchell. So we're all going to have to get that book. Okay. And ladies, Definitely. if you haven't started following her yet, Pat Mitchell Media, she has such a small Facebook following right now because sometimes our 76 year old dangerous women haven't fully gotten <laughs> onto social media so we all need right. to get on social on pat mitchell's and and like her posts and share her posts because she is a dangerous woman and um boy if she was my mother mm, my goodness i'm gonna just keep that that friend tucked away in my heart because okay. that's who i want to be when i'm 76 so thanks well, brenda thank you for the follow there. up today <laughs> well thank you thank you and brenda you thank you for i love it and when someone can... calls back to let us yeah. give us an update so Lori. We can't wait for you to call back. I'll be on the lookout for you next week, Lori, uh, mm-hmm. to uh, let us know if you booked your trip to Peru. And you know what? I'm also going to say this. Um, I'm also going to say, and Brenda, thank you so much as well. I'm just going to finish off our call now. Yes. Thank you so much for calling mm-hmm. in. So, ladies, I think one of the things we do think is we've got to do these radical things, like I've got to go to Peru. And, Lori, I'm not saying not to go to Peru. But sometimes what we think is, like, I have to leave my marriage or I have to travel to another continent I have to, and sometimes we think it's almost like those big things seem even easier than just having the courage to tell your family or your community that you're a healer. Sometimes it's that we think, well, if I go to Peru, that's going to give me the courage to come home and I'll have the right then to be able to say I'm a healer. And, you know, maybe you just need to say I'm a healer and start your practice right now. Maybe that's what you need to do right now is make the decision to say, I'm going to shine. I'm going to shine right now at home. I'm going to shine right now today. I'm going to shine right now in my world, and I'm going to put it out there and be visible. And maybe it doesn't have to be that we get on a plane and fly to Peru. Maybe it is that we just post on Facebook, I'm so excited. I'm going to be booking a trip to Peru. Maybe you start with that. I've been looking into it. I'm so excited. Anybody else going to Peru? Do you all want to go to Peru? Who else wants to go to Peru? Because, Laura, you might find that there's 10 of us that say, when are you going? Where are you going? Hey, you can have a sisterhood down there. You'll be on your own, but you'll have a sisterhood of support. So sometimes it's just a matter of telling people who you are so that you can find your tribe. Let people know your vibe. Just put it out there so that we can find you, so that we can celebrate with you, so that we can support you. So thank you, everyone for a great conversation. Thank you, Lori, for having the courage, and Brenda. And there's a bunch more hands that have been raised. Please come back. I see someone from Wisconsin with their hand raised. And if you come back next week, I'm going to be on the lookout for you, and you're going to be the very first person to meet the line for. So come on back next week. And if you're listening for the very first time and you're wondering, how can I get in on these Chat with Crystal podcasts? You have to do is visit my coaching school, SWATinstitute.com. It's sounds just like special weapons and tacticals uh, but it, it actually stands for simply woman accredited trainer 
and we are the premier coaching empowerment coaching institute in the world. Um, in fact, if you were to go to Google and put in what is empowerment coaching anywhere in the world, my school comes up number one. When you go there, you just will go to the event section and you'll see a little uh, registration for Chat with Crystal. Once you put in your name and your email, you'll be sent the call-in details and the PIN code so that you come into our private conference line. You'll always remain anonymous. Nobody sees you. Nobody sees me. It's a lot of fun, and there's some deep healing here. Uh, I'd also love for you to subscribe to us now on iTunes and share this with your friends. Uh, I don't know. Everybody's going to be like, I'm not sharing it with my friends because they're going to know it's Lori. But Lori, share it. And tell the world you're a healer because you are a sister. Thank you, everyone. Have an awesome week, and we'll be back next Friday again for Chat with Crystal. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.